Brought to you by Stella Oak Financial. Our clients work in retirement because they choose to, not because they have to. Please visit our website at stellaoak.nn.com. Good morning, everyone. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They are the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. The purpose of our podcast is to help the consumer be more knowledgeable. Today on the podcast, we talked to Marie Konimak, a student at UCLA who has lost her on-campus job due to the statewide shutdown because of COVID-19. With many students like Marie, who still have to pay their own tuition without income and not benefiting from the economic stimulus bill, they are wondering what the next steps are and when will this all be over. Hi, Marie. How are you doing today? I'm good. Um, Yeah, I'm just at home, so it's pretty relaxing here. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, you know, just trying to hang in there, you know, amidst all the craziness right now. Yeah, I feel that. I'm the same way. Well, I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you go to school, what's your major, you know, things like that. Yeah, so I am a third year at UCLA, so this is the last quarter of my junior year. Um, My major is environmental science with a concentration in geospatial systems. Not sure if that's the major I'm going to stick with, but um, yeah, just for right now in this kind of chaotic time, I'm just going to try to keep everything else constant, not change anything. (laughs) The world is going a little bit crazy right now. Yeah, for sure. And then um, we're going to switch gears just a little bit, talk about, you know, coronavirus. Um, yeah. Something present talkable. on a lot of people's minds right now. And we kind of just wanted mm-hmm. to get a student's perspective on everything. So yeah. um, I was wondering just what was your impression of COVID-19 in the early stages of 2020? And then how did that kind of evolve as time went on? Yeah, so it was, I mean, early on, like beginning of last quarter, which was like early January, mid around that time, I didn't think it was... I didn't, I guess, think it was very serious. Like, I didn't, I mean, my brother-in-law, who I always look to him as someone who knows kind of, like, everything, he for sure saw it coming and knew, like, that it was going to be something bad, but I was still not really paying attention. I mean, I had school, I had my friends, I had, like, all kinds of things to worry about, like, my classes. So I wasn't really thinking about it, especially because no one was really talking about it. Everyone around me was kind of the same as me, where we were just like, oh, this will, like, I don't know what this is, but it'll blow over, it'll go away. I don't know, I just kind of ignored it for a while until I couldn't anymore, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I was still planning on going on my spring break trip, you know, late March. Gosh, yeah, same. You know, and uh, my mom, I was planning on flying home, um, but my mom was talking about, you know, you better wear your face mask, you better disinfect the seat. And I was kind of just brushing it off, being like, you know what, it's... I know it's serious, but it really hasn't hit here yet. I think I'm going to be yeah. fine. And even and there's the whole thing yeah. yeah, of like people our age didn't think we were going to be affected exactly. by it. So. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. did you kind of start to take it seriously? Honestly, not until like I got home such a little bit after I got home. Even once I got home and it was like more serious, I went home beginning of March so it was before finals because our finals were obviously 
not canceled even, but some of them were canceled. Some of them were made optional. Some of them were put online. Um, so my brother was going to come home. He also lives in LA. So I went with him and we just drove up here. Oh, we wait, weren't even home for you. Uh, Napa, California. Sorry. Okay. So the big area, it's okay. about an hour North of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty quiet town, but I, it was not really registering for me. It took a lot of like learning more about it, hearing from my brother-in-law and my sister on what they were doing. I haven't really been able to leave my house at all mm-hmm. since I've home. Um, my brother-in-law is a little bit older and my sister has a four to five month old baby. So it's hard. It's a lot. I mean, I know that young people and babies aren't supposed to be affected, but still, you don't want to be the first one. So yeah. you're everyone here is staying inside. There's this stay in place or the shelter in place order that's still happening so we really only leave to go to the grocery store super rarely and we don't even go inside the grocery store so it wasn't until coming home I think that it really hit me Mm -hmm. and do you think any you know do you think the leadership of this country or of you know the states Mm -hmm. individually had something to do with the reasons why you know you weren't taking it seriously yeah I definitely think so it's just it's for me whenever I think about stuff that's really big like this um, I always just look to people who know more than me because I'm not an expert in any of this stuff. I'm a college student. And even then, I feel like my usual mindset is that, like, people older than me, like, they know what's going on. Like, they understand it. And the government really wasn't taking it seriously for a while. I know the governments of other countries kind of were, but I wasn't really paying attention to that at all. I was just like, yeah. oh, government isn't paying attention to it. They They know, like, what's going on better than I do, so they would have a better idea of its severity um but they i feel like they really didn't they kind of tried to push it off for as long as possible and didn't want to mm-hmm. about it or acknowledge the fact that it was happening i mean kind of going off of that i mean how has online school been do you think that is something that the future could hold for us do you think universities will yeah. be moving online from now on or you know what has that kind of been like for you yeah, honestly, it's not been great. I mean, UCLA's done their best, and it's not the fault of any of the professors or faculty or anything, um, because they're just trying to adjust to it like we are. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, the fact that it's not great, I don't really know if this would be a sustainable option, just because, I mean, it would get better with time, obviously. Like, these professors are also quarantined in their homes. Like, they're also practicing social distancing. Like, a lot of them have children. They don't have childcare, so... It's really hard for them to find the time to do these um, online lectures just because of how their lives are unfolding. But it's been difficult. I have up one of my classes, the professor still does live lectures uh, via Zoom, but the other ones just have pre-recorded lectures. And that's really hard to like, you have to self-discipline a lot with that to be able to stay on top of that. Um, like listening to all the lectures, doing all the readings, it's much more difficult because you can't go into office hours and talk to a professor, mm-hmm. like, Zoom meetings. But even that is just technology is really tricky, and a lot of people are using Zoom meetings right now. My sister had an issue where people, like, came into her, like, crashed her Zoom meeting and, like, these, Yeah, like, there was a problem with that, yeah. Yeah, weird stuff. So, like, it's just, it seems, it does not seem sustainable, especially because I miss, like, I miss the human interaction, yeah. if that makes sense. I mean... All, like, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but personally, I think that, you know, college is much more than just the classes that you take. It's also, oh, yeah. you know, the experiences that you get. 
uh, the <laughs> connections that you make, the people that, like, you know, make the difference in your life. And I don't know. Exactly. In a That's university exactly avoided feel, that, yeah. it kind of just doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I feel like it's even just being at home and trying to like work on my classes and do my homework and stuff. I feel this is like, I feel like it's still spring break. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't hard to concentrate. It's hard to like pay attention, especially because you don't have anyone to like meet up with in your classes to study together. Like you can study tech, like via online technology, but that's even hard. then. like, I don't know. It's been really difficult too not be in the mindset like be around all these other people who are doing the same thing as you like yeah yeah no I completely agree and you know do you think other students are coping with the current situation the same as you or how are they coping and are they doing a good job yeah I I mean a lot of my friends feel the same way about this whole situation where it's really difficult to do online schooling I know like now that I'm home, I spend a lot of time on like Twitter and um, all the social media apps. And it seems like people, a lot of people feel the same way where it doesn't really feel like school is actually happening. It doesn't really feel real. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's a lot harder for a lot of students too. like, I'm lucky because I mean, I have my concerns about my family, but none of them are sick with the virus. I mean, for a lot of people, first of all, if they lost their jobs, they're worrying about how they're going to pay for school. They're worrying about their families. Like, I'm sure if anyone has a doctor or a nurse in their family or even just a lot of students I know probably work minimum wage jobs and a lot of those minimum wage jobs are deemed necessary. So if someone works like a fast food restaurant, like they're really exposed to the virus. They have to worry about how they're being exposed. They probably pick up more hours in order to pay for certain things that they wouldn't have had to pay for before. Like, figuring out how to buy food in bulk. Like if you don't have the disposable income, like if you're living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. you can't buy food in bulk because you need the money from the next month in order to like pay for your groceries each month rather than like being able to just almost like invest yeah. quote unquote in food at the beginning of the month. Like a lot of people don't have the money for that. And so that's another worry for students. Like, what if their jobs are necessary for their parents to be able to like keep their house? And now if they don't have their jobs, it's really scary for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's a lot of people feel the same way. And like, just even trying, even aside from all the outside factors, doing online school is really difficult. And it seems like I know my friends feel the same way. They miss the college environment. I know. And then, you know, what effect has this had on your work life? You know, I think you mentioned that you have, an online or not an online sorry an on-campus job uh has that been affected or things like that yeah for sure I mean it has been just because I'm at home anyways but even if I was at school I wouldn't be working I work um at one of the hotels on campus at UCLA it's more of like a bed and breakfast style hotel rather than a super big hotel but they were kind of fluctuating between being open and not being open and right now they're only having people stay there who work at um either a UCLA facility or the Ron Reagan Medical Hospital because and who haven't tested positive for coronavirus obviously um because they don't really know there's no way to kind of have a bunch of students working if they only have a couple of people staying there mm-hmm. so they really only have a couple career workers working there right now. So as of right now, I don't have a job. 
luckily, I mean, it's not like my salary at work isn't something that I hugely rely on. Like, it is something that's kind of necessary for me. That's why I have the job in the first place. Um, but I'm glad that I am able to not be too worried, especially living at home while this is happening. Like, I don't, I'm not too worried about the loss of my income. But even then, it's still, like, scary because I don't know when I'm going to be hired back or when I'm going to be um, put back to work. And so it's been kind of difficult with that. Yeah. And then I know you're not a senior, so you're not exactly looking for, you know, a full-time career job at this point. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you were looking for any internships this summer, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Has that been affected as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm obviously not looking for a full-time job. um, And I don't have to worry about, like, my graduation being canceled, all that. But it has been difficult just to look for internships because I've been applying to internships for a couple months now. Um, and a lot of the ones that I applied to or was thinking of applying to are either canceled or they've kind of downsized the number of interns that they're looking for just because they kind of downsized their own business. Like I know a lot of people are being laid off right now. Mm-hmm. These are really struggling. And so a lot of them aren't even thinking about internships or in, having interns this summer. And even the ones that will like, there'll be a lot more competition just because there won't be as many people hiring. I know, yeah, a lot of people are not focusing on hiring right now. So it's been kind of difficult with that to figure out, am I going to be able to find an internship for the summer, which is kind of a, it's like kind of a pivotal summer for a college, like a junior, because this like the summer between junior and senior year, you're supposed to have an internship. Yeah. I mean, my entire life I was told, you know, you should have an internship. The most important internship that you will have is the one between your junior and senior yeah. year, because that could determine where you work in the future. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to be like having basically a whole generation of kids who won't have that experience and yeah. be looking for a job and, you know, coming their senior year once they graduate who, you know, didn't have that experience because it was in the summer of the COVID-19, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be hard with figuring out how to, like, I know a lot of jobs will be impacted and a lot of businesses are going to go bankrupt for sure. So it's mm-hmm. going to be hard to find a job even after our senior year. And um, going back to kind of like your peers, do you think mm-hmm. that, you know, in the media, there's been a lot of people saying that, you know, millennials really need to take this seriously. There's pictures of people partying all the time. Do you think yeah. that, you know, your fellow students are taking this seriously? I mean, I think it's true for any age group. Like there's always going to be people who, don't take things seriously or value their fun and friends and all that and like drinking and their own social life over the lives of others. So I don't think it's a strictly millennial thing mm-hmm. like we're ignoring this. Um, I think that it's just easier to focus on that because it's such a popular age group to like, it's such a buzzword like millennial and millennial. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's true for any group of people. Like there's always going to be the people that are ignoring the signs or the words of um, people like who know more than them, but there are for sure some people who aren't paying attention to any of the rules that are surrounding this. Like obviously the Florida students who are like still on spring break, which is ridiculous, but mm-hmm. like almost everyone I know is taking this really seriously. Like all of the things I see are people promoting social distancing. A lot of people are home with their families. Like I think it's also helpful because the online culture has shifted towards a lot of like it shifted not t- 
towards people being like, oh, you're all stupid for staying inside. Like, I'm outside. It's more like you all need to stay inside. Like, it's gotten very popular, the idea of social distancing. Mm -hmm. And so people aren't practicing social distancing. It's really easy for them to be um, called out by their peers. And, like, a lot of, like, I mean, obviously, there's the whole world, like, world of cancel culture is done. But a lot of people are being held accountable for it over social media, which is where people get a lot of their validation from so mm-hmm. if someone isn't social distancing like they will get called out for it and people will make fun of them for it and like be angry at them for it so I feel like that's if people aren't taking it seriously because of other human beings health and safety then at least they're taking it seriously because of how social media will respond to that and that's very unfortunate but I yeah think we're living through history right now it's kind of crazy I know that is really crazy to think about mm-hmm well, thank you so much, Marie, for taking the time to talk to me today. Yeah, of course. And good luck with thank everything. You for of course. You know, stay oh, safe out you. there. Practice lots of social distancing. Uh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you too. I hope it goes by a little bit quicker, maybe. I don't know. Find some good TV shows. <laughs> of course. You know, I've been really catching up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have a good rest of your day. All right. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast. We hope to see you next week and make sure to stay inside and stay safe.